Good morning, sports fans. It's Lincoln Shrike coming to you from my humble abode here in Taylor, Texas. Joined today by Gordon Mack somewhere in, I don't know, southeast Texas near a beach, maybe in the parking lot of a fast food restaurant. It's the Flowtrack Podcast. You can email the show, flowtrackpodcast at gmail.com. Gordon, how are you doing today? Doing good. I'm in Galveston, Texas, which is right outside of Houston. About three and a half hours away from Austin, Texas. Came here for the week to go to the beach. And it's pretty, it's nice and empty because it's the weekday, right? Not many people here. People come here on yeah. the weekend. So took advantage of that. And I'm in a McDonald's parking lot, like you said, where they have Trusty. good Wi-Fi. Because my Airbnb lied about their Wi-Fi. They said, oh, yeah, we have it. We have Wi-Fi. And then I come in and they don't have it. It's, it's fake. Is it like dial-up? Well, it, it just doesn't work. work. It just signs you off every two minutes so that's fun you know how do you even get that how do you get bad wi-fi like how does that work anymore i don't even know uh i think you get bad wi-fi when the wi-fi is only for your airbnb guests and not your own wi-fi so you don't really care right you're like oh it doesn't work oh i'm sorry go to the beach you know so i think Mm -hmm. they kind of you're not really encouraged to fix your wi-fi if you're not using it so i think that's why Got it. Yep. So then I come to McDonald's and now we're good. Perfect. So yesterday we had a a podcast with a couple guests from the Sit and Kick podcast, Josh Kerr and David Ribich of Feast Fame. You didn't make it all the way through that episode. Your computer uh, did not stay lit up, did not stay charged the entire time. I guess it was... You already started at something like something in the 60s. Uh, but that, that podcast stretched for an hour and a half. And this one, we're going to try to make it just a little bit shorter just so we can keep you for the whole episode. Because yesterday we were able to finish it, but I don't think I'm going to be able to finish this if you disappear halfway through. So we'll, <laughs> we'll try to make sure that you 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 keep uh, you keep on the air. So uh, just a couple news bits uh, right off the top. World Athletics doing another ultimate garden clash pole vault after the smashing success success of the first one. This time it will be a female version. And I realized I was about to announce this and I got to make sure I remember who all the athletes were. I know Katarina Stefanini will be participating. Uh, looks like the U.S.'s Katie Najo. I, I never know if I'm pronouncing her name right. And then a Canadian, Alicia Newman, in the pole vault. They're going to try to jump over four meters this time as many times as possible. It's on Saturday, 11 a.m. Central Time. Will you be watching? I will not be watching. Uh, yeah. I will rely on the updates via Twitter of, hey, this is what happened. Um, mm-hmm. Again, I really think that the Ultimate Garden Clash needs to be a trick shot competition, like a slam dunk contest, not a mm-hmm. endurance contest. Um, I'm surprised when you say the list of the names they got on the women's side, they uh, couldn't get some of the the big big leaguers. You know, no Sandy Morris, no uh, Jen Sir, the Russian athlete's not there, you know? Well, you know, because you think about that. There's a reason for no Russian athletes. <laughs> hey, uh, authorized People are people can still garden clash it up in Russia, no matter what. I, but uh, I am surprised. You know, you know, you gotta admit, they got three of the that. top five guys. They got three of the top five yeah. guys, at least yeah. on the men's side. I don't think they have three of the top five women here. But whatever, we can watch them jump over four meters or vault over four meters. It'd be fun. I mean, uh, but Stephanie yeah, I want, is, I want... is legit. Like they got, so, they got her. Yeah, and Najou is good, and, and Newman, uh, yeah, they def- they definitely missed the boat not getting Sandy Morris, I would say. So that I'm surprised because she's, you know, she's into she's into snakes, which are a staple of all good gardens. I thought this would be like right up her alley. <laughs> like, well, I guarantee me, you, they probably asked Sandy Morris first because they put her on all this mm-hmm. stuff. Like, she's always doing like little video messages she's always retweeted and you know quote yeah. tweeted and stuff so i bet you she was asked so well, let's check her so twitter right Sandy now Morris i'm trying to figure out why she's no not doing it. this she definitely said no to it and the question is what were the reasons oh here we go hold why on hold on hold no? on hold on 
There have been a okay, few questions reason? regarding why I'm not participating. Bad timing, but a week ago I had an injection I had been planning since I bugged up my knee during indoor season. I can't run for two more weeks. Okay, so she's got like a legitimate injury concern of why she's not doing this. Uh, I like to think that there's it, too many snakes. I like to think there's too yeah. many snakes in her yard, and that's why. Yeah, it could be. But it's also probably the fact that she can't run for two more weeks. It's just irritating cartilage damage. So uh, Sandy Moore is very online. We understand why she's not competing. It would have been fun to see her. We'll have the American representation, Katie Najoa. I mean, I think with the, the thing we saw with the men's competition, the most interesting factor is just seeing how the, the professional track and field athletes live. I didn't realize basically all these pole vaulters had pole vault runways in their backyard. Uh, I'm going to be fascinated to see how uh, what the setups are like for these women. And Stephanie, although she's Greek, and I, I'm not sure where she's located right now, but normally she trains at Spire outside Cleveland in, in Ohio. So we may be seeing multiple athletes in the United States this time. Interesting. Interesting. So they got these, they're doing these back-to-back -back garden clashes. Like, when do we start getting a new version that's not vault-based, right? When, when, what do you think will be the next event they start trying to go into after they do the men and women's pole vault? I mean, oof. Um, I mean, high jump is I obvious. See why, why can't we do a high jump? We get Mutaz Essabarshim from Doha. We get Derek Druin from um, from somewhere in Canada. I mean, that th these all seem possible, right? Like the jumping ones feel appropriate. Yeah. Because you can't see them doing a shot that. put, I mean, too. Yeah, a shot put, but I don't know. Like a, that, that is a viewing thing. Is like it, That's all dependent on where you set up. Like with a pole vault or a jump, you can tell if they succeeded or not. I mean, a thrower could be like, I just set a world record. And like, you would be kind of like, uh, you know, cause you, you need multiple angles. You need them in the ring. And then you got to follow the, the, the shot put here. It's just like, well, obviously they did, they cleared it or not. I guess we are suspending our disbelief, like believing that they, the height is at its appropriate height, but, uh, still yet. I think the jumps are, make it quite easy. Are you saying some of the vaulters are rounding up with their height? They go, oh, yeah, it's five mm. meters, so it's 4.95. That rounds up to a five. Yeah. Well, get this it, it's possible. I mean, I don't want to eliminate all conspiracies. I want to know, you said you're not watching. What event would you feel compelled to watch? Like, what would what is good enough to get Gordon Mack to uh, get off the beach and go to his Airbnb and watch something if the Wi-Fi was hypothetically good enough? Like, what would you watch? Um. I mean, I, I would love to watch just a straight up – I would love to watch a, an elite distance runner time trial, you know, kind mm -hmm. of like what Drew Hunter did. I didn't watch it, but, like, something like that. But it would be <laughs> cool if, like, it was just a, you know, three screens, four screens, and they are running the same race, and they all start at the same time, and then they just run a fast time. I would watch that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because a lot of these elite athletes uh, – we talked to, with Josh and – Dave Ribich coming on a pod, which will be posted on Monday. You guys can watch that and listen to that on Monday. Great pod. Uh, but a lot of these elite athletes are doing time trials, right? And these, some of these time trials aren't filmed. They're unknown, you know, because they kind of have to get some type of race effort done in these multiple months of no races. So it'd be cool to see some of these time trials. I would. That's what I would. Definitely. I encourage all these athletes, and they should definitely do a, a, an ultimate oval clash and have athletes go to tracks if they're available and we can say go at the same time and then they can virtually race i mean that would be awesome it's just like like i called it an ultimate oval clash and not just a track meet yeah i don't know it had to, it so had to have a weird name we should start calling these all everything an ultimate, ultimate. clash now all mm -hmm. every every meet race every like meeting you know every like corporate meeting ultimate the ultimate needs to be clash. ultimate it's the, it, this is the yeah. ultimate. Yeah, I love that. Okay, uh, we've covered the news. I don't think there was anything else. I said it was going to be a couple things, but that, that was Hold just on. one thing. And... Go what, ahead. One last. I, I just want to get credit. We had a debate about what we were, where we thought Nick Willis would sign. Was this on Monday or Friday? 
Yeah, but Kevin litigated this and he said that it was a draw because you said it would be a local company is not a local company. And yes, it's a smaller company than Brooks or Hoka, but there's elements, I think, because it is a running brand and you, there's elements where you could say it's right on your side. And there's elements where I could say I was right on my side as far as where is Nick Willis going to sign? I think it's a draw. I wish I was part of this. I'm guessing you, dis yeah. you discussed this without my presence on the previous pod. Is that what happened? Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. listening to the pod. So I would like to – I think I need to call a mistrial on this because all parties are not <laughs> present on that, um, that on that draw. But What's your argument whatever, for I'll yourself winning, winning that debate? And just for listeners that aren't familiar, on t over the weekend or on Monday, Nick Willis teased that he was – had an exciting announcement. We debated on whatever it was, Monday's show, what it was going to be. I said I thought he was going to sign with a new brand, either Hoka or Brooks. Gordon thought it was going to be a, like what, a, a partnership with like a, a local either running store or small brand, like something separate from a new shoe deal. Yeah. Yeah, something separate from a shoe deal. Yeah. I said it was going to well, be an apparel. I'll have to go back and listen on to Monday's show to, to make sure we that's explicitly what you said. But they end up he ends up signing with Tracksmith. He turns amateur, if you will, whatever that means. And uh I felt like there was elements of both because they're gonna make a kit for him. He's gonna wear their gear, he's sponsored by them. But of course, it's separate from what we're normally seeing. It's definitely unique. It's not like he just signed with Nike or anything. It's and we'll just be wearing their shoes and and, and not, not much else. It's he's got a job with them. He's got stuff to do. So it's different. I, I feel like I don't know. I I think he's thirty seven. He's kind of in the twilight of his career. So he's just trying to get what he can and. This tracksmith deal is something that can kind of use to sunset his career through the next two years, two and a half, one year, whatever. His, I mean, well, I'm guessing he's going to hang it up after them Olympics. for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, but, mm -hmm. hey, much respect to Nick Willis and Mary Kane getting that getting that contract. You got to respect it, right? It's hard, it's hard mm -hmm. to get paid to be someone who runs in circles. And anytime yeah. you can do that, it should be smiling. Well, that's why they're so. doing more than just running in circles. But yeah, totally agree. Um, okay. So today's show, it's a Thursday episode, of course. So we've got to come up with something. But, but everyone always wants to know, what's your Thursday show going to be? And today, because it's May and it's in the middle of May and it would be conference weekend, we're thinking about conferences in the NCAA. But instead of talking about track, no one wants to talk about track right now. Let's talk about cross country everyone's favorite sport we're going to go through all the division one conferences and just kind of banter about if they're overrated or underrated no middle ground here overrated or underrated when it comes to cross country is that or have i set the parameters correctly here yeah do you know how many uh division one cross country conferences there are? is there 32 33 Correct. It's 32. And it's kind of interesting because earlier this week or late last week, we talked about how if that new NCA system does take place in the qualifying for a cross country, there will be 32 automatic bids. And so a mm -hmm. winner. So we can kind of talk about how, like, is it ridiculous that the champion of this overrated conference that we decide yeah. on gets an automatic bid to in the, the system, uh, yeah. five regional system? So. We'll start it. We'll go in alphabetical order. I like and, it. Uh, yeah, we'll start with the America East Conference. So the America East Conference, notable teams in that conference are New Hampshire. That's where El Perrier went. Um, there you go. Stony Brook has a couple good uh, up-and-coming guys. Um, and then UMass Lowell also has some sub-14 type guys. Binghamton had a, a few people. But it's all these Northeastern, very, like, New Englandy yeah. type schools, Hartford, Albany, Maine. So, so yeah. what are, your are we saying conference? historically they're overrated or underrated, or like the conference as it is currently constructed with the athletes they have now? I think it'd be more fun to do historically, like the names they've had throughout sure. the years. Okay, so I would say with if that with that caveat that this is certainly uh, 
an underrated conference. You mentioned Al Perrier being in there. Maine is in this conference. They had Riley Masters at at one point. Uh, Binghamton, they had a good miler way back in the day. Eric Van something, you know who I'm talking about. Um, Yes. they've had they've had some they've had some pretty solid like all-american caliber athletes now as far as cross country on its own i you know team wise maybe they they struggle to get together the five so you could really you know i guess knock them down a peg but i don't think anyone's going to say that the america east is overrated i think it's 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 underrated when you look at and like look at their times from this past fall i mean i know times don't matter in cross country but the winner christopher alfond of their conference meet ran 2338 for 8k it's pretty good it's pretty good man what do you think yeah uh i think it's overrated um i think oh, wow. every conference is gonna have a few people who are you know stars that could have gone to a, a bigger school but i think historically no one the the american east conference is not really talked about and hasn't really had one year was like whoa i really want to watch this race uh and because of that i would say overrated um they need more consistency of these stars coming in and okay so i'll go overrated okay we better we better uh go a little quicker through each one america east got a little too much uh <laughs> too much play there okay the aac the american athletic conference famously they have tulsa up there, Tulsa, what they end up getting at NCAAs this past year? They got like fifth. Uh, yeah. So not much besides Tulsa, but I'm going to go underrated because those Golden Hurricane, they they can, uh, they can really rep the AAC, a, a relatively new conference, only like five or six year, years old as a conference. So, um, yeah, Tulsa, I'm going to – I'm gonna they push them over the edge to, to underrated. I'm going to stick with overrated. Just because you have one good team doesn't mean you're a good conference. Uh, After Tulsa, it's a big drop-off. I mean, Temple on the men's side took second. Um, Wichita State's been good. I mean, obviously, they've had some some good uh, individuals come out of Wichita State, but on the women's side, at least. But I'm going to still go overrated. You need some depth, baby. Uh, And uh, if you're you're one – for me, it's hard for a smaller conference to get that underrated uh title unless they have more than just either one team or more than just one individual so i'm going we're, we're, we're two for two on disagreeing right here yeah that's so fine i don't com- really have time to just argue about it we got to keep moving okay well let's go to the the a10 swept this past fall by LaSalle. uh i'm gonna go with overrated i don't even know who overrates this but uh this is a pretty pretty weak conference as it currently stands. What do you got? Yeah, I'll go overrated as well. Big shout out I don't though know who's to overrating Lope. it, but yeah. Shout uh, out to uh, Lope Black. I forget how to say your name. The Rhode ah, Island Lottie athlete. Black. Yeah, yeah. Roddy Black. Island. Yeah. So uh, yeah, big up to her. But uh, yeah, they don't really have much going on. I mean, yeah. So not a lot going sorry. on. Yeah. Okay, we move on to one of the big ones, one of the Power Fives. The ACC. This, uh, I would say, is underrated. I, this is a very good conference. They always have a nice conference meet between Syracuse and Notre Dame. The Virginias are in there as well. NC State. I mean, this is a really good conference. I, if you under, if you overrate this conference, I, I'm not sure what to do with you here. Well, I'm going to overrate it because – How is it yes. overrated? Syracuse, Notre Dame, they're great teams. NC State on the women's side, great teams. But this is a a big conference. There's 15 teams here, right? And a yeah, lot good. of these teams suck. Like, I'm just going to say it. Like, oh, after geez. you go to the – if you get fifth in this conference, you're not that good of a team. Like, you're just not. Mm-hmm. Like, fifth okay. to 15th. I mean, like, there's just some bad teams. I don't know. I, I, I don't – like, Miami does not know how to put together a cross-country team. Pittsburgh – hasn't really done much, right? Clemson might have one individual, but other than that, they don't have that depth. We are kind of star-studded by the, you know, NC States and Florida States when they're doing well. Syracuse obviously is dominated. But, like, 
winning this conference doesn't really say anything to me, in my opinion, because it's 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 not an impressive victory. Because like wow. it's just the names are impressive. Like we just we kind of put we put more respect on the name than actually what the that name has done for us lately, and that's my opinion on that. So uh, maybe when Milt gets North Carolina moving and now they get involved, there you go. Notre Dame keeps it tugging and and then gets Virginia going. Then maybe this conference starts going. But right now, this was like a two-team, even one-and-a-half-team conference, in my opinion, for many years. And maybe if we, it starts becoming a four-to-five-team type conference, then I'll be more willing to give it a underrated rating. So I'm, so uh, far, all my conferences are overrated. So Yeah, I know. <laughs> Two teams in the, in the top ten, one each for each gender last year for the ACC. They had NC State at fifth on the women's side at, at Nationals and Notre Dame at eighth. Uh, agree to disagree again here. Uh, the Atlantic Sun is up next. Lipscomb was your team champion. Other noted schools in this. We have Liberty, famously of uh, a famous alum there is, uh, wow, Sam Chalenga almost, almost dropped that one. I think Josh McDougall also ran there as well. However, not a ton going on with the A-Sun. Otherwise, I'll go overrated. Yeah, I agree with you. Overrated. Uh, yeah. But I think it's expected, right? You know, that's uh, so. The Big 12 is up next. They house Iowa State, Oklahoma State, Texas, your, uh, your Texas Tech, Kansas State, Baylor. Very, very strong track conference, of course. Um, I'll go underrated. I know you're going to go over overrated because that's just your style. But when you've got the reigning NCAA cross country champion, you've got Oklahoma State in 2010s was a kind of a powerhouse for a bit there in cross country. Uh, the women's side, Iowa State, Lisa Lisa Yule has the 10,000 meter record. I know that's not cross country, but on the women's side, it's a little bit weaker. But we, given what the men have done in the Big 12, I'm going to go underrated. I'm going to go underrated up until Colorado left. As soon as Colorado okay. left, it became overrated. Fine. I think uh, for the same reasons, ACC, again, great names, some great teams up top, like Oklahoma State, Iowa State, Texas. Those were great teams up top, but uh, the depth isn't there. I mean, I know that because I've been to this meet, and it's it becomes a dual meet when you, when you yep. watch it, you know, between yep. Iowa State and Oklahoma State or between – Maybe a try meet one year when Texas had a, a good year, but uh, so that's why I go. I, I'm looking for depth. I'm looking for that depth to sure. give myself an underrated ranking, and so far I haven't found that. So maybe I'll never find it. We'll see. Okay, the Big East is coming up next. We have well, this has kind of been a conference that's been realigned over the last few years. Uh, there's definitely some duds in here, but the heavy hitters, of course, Villanova, Georgetown. Providence on the women's side, and at least more recently, the women's side. The men have been decent in the past, but after, and then maybe you could say Butler. They did win the women's race this past fall, but after that, it's a huge drop off. This is tough for me. I actually want to go underrated, just because in normal circumstances, Nova and Georgetown are going to be really good, and then Providence has had that really solid women's team over the years. I got a feeling I know where you're going here, though. I actually might surprise oh, really? you. This is gonna be my first. This is gonna be my first underrated team, uh, well, underrated without conference. Without a caveat, at least. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a caveat. It's caveat with everything. Um, yeah. I mean, no. I look at we talk. You guys talk about it like in, on a pod. Like Nova, that's one of the all-time great distance yeah. programs, right? Yeah. And uh, they, Georgetown. Like I just think they're the the cream of the crop when it comes to the Northeast area with the Villanova, the Georgetowns, and the Providences. And I think yep. those three stalwarts have kept this going. And now with the rise of Butler, sometimes when they bring in their international talent to kind of the, their UK talent, uh, has filled that into a good conference. So I'm going to go underrated. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's severely underrated, but just a tad underrated. Okay. I can, I totally actually agree with you uh, on, on that. Yeah. You, with, with all Nova's done, they've got to be up there. Okay. We move on to a fun one. Can't wait to hear your answer next to the big sky conference. They house 
of course, Northern Arizona University, other noted teams that have been pretty solid throughout the years, Southern Utah, famously a Cam Levens joint there, Montana State, Christian Serratos stand up, Weber State, Damian Lillard, although he, uh, I don't think he ran cross country. Uh, I will go underrated. It's not a deep conference, but when you have a team that won three titles from 2016 to 2018, you also have Cam Levens, one of the greats. Uh, I, I, I think it's underrated. I also think it's underrated. Um, I do think lately it's been a one-team conference. Yeah. But when you, like you said, you bring up there's some really big players that have come out of the Big Sky Conference, and some non-NAU big players that have come mm-hmm. out of that conference. And because of that, uh, one, you have arguably one of the best distance schools in the, of the past decade in NAU. And then you throw in the Can Levens and the other greats from Southern Utah and and Weber State stuff stuff like that. That's when I am willing to give it an underrated. So I agree with you. Yeah, uh, Christian Allen of Weber State. Yeah, quietly fourteenth at nationals this past fall. Like, who would have thought? Was, uh, who would have? He's a top finisher for Big Sky, right? Big Sky's top finisher. Oh wow! Yeah, that that definitely got overlooked. Uh, that's pretty. Who would have? If you would have put money on that, you would have won a windfall. Okay, we move on to the Big South on the men's side. Their squad, the Campbell Camels, who can forget their influx of East African talent. However, I will go overrated. What do you got? I will go overrated as well. Campbell, they just show up and you know they get they they can win the conference with like a a like a sixteen flat five k runner <laughs> as their <laughs> fifth man because it just has no depth. So I'll go with yeah, overrated for Big Sky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're. Uh... Looks like let's see here one two three four so their their fifth guy at conference got fifteenth which like oh that's not that bad he ran twenty six oh nine for eight k meanwhile Athanas Kyoko ran twenty three thirty they had over a two and a half minute spread and still only scored twenty eight points not a lot of depth there yeah all right exactly uh, we move on to the Big Ten another power. Five conference, Big Ten, Wisconsin, Michigan State, Michigan, Indiana, Purdue. You know the conference. I got to go underrated. Uh, I mean, Wisconsin's been fantastic over the years. Michigan State, they won the 2014 women's title. You'd have to sell me pretty hard why this conference of champions is it would be overrated because I'm going under. No, this is my biggest underrated conference, I would say, Big Ten. Um, mm-hmm. Normally, when people think of the best conference, you think Pac-12, but I think Big Ten can have an argument for being closer to the Pac-12. Um, sorry, I meant Pac-12, not Big 12. Being closer to the Pac-12 as the best conference based on mm-hmm. their depth. Yes, Pac-12 has the star powers of Stanford, Oregon, and Colorado's, but Big Ten has like just a lot of teams that are all going to finish like top twenty and like. It's very similar to like, you know, the Indianas, the Michigan States, the Michigans, the Wisconsins. You can go on and on. Uh, I think it's a hard conference, so I'll go heavily underrated. Okay. We uh this isn't being end up being too too much of a of a controversial episode so far, but we, we still got some to go here. Moving on to the big west. It's basically California minus USC and UCLA and Cal, of course, so the big one ones. Uh and then you add in Hawaii to this conference. I mentioned uh, the schools. We got Cal Poly, Cal State Fullerton, UC Santa Barbara, UC Riverside. Every UC you can basically think of besides LA. Uh, overrated. I don't know how you'd go anywhere else besides that. Overrated and may not even compete this year because right. uh, they they're, they might cancel all California schools. So we'll see if that changes. But yeah, I also go with overrated. Uh, but it's not a mean overrated. It's just like, hey, they're not as good. So we're going to put overrated. We don't, we're in a binary system where either overrated, underrated. So put overrated. Okay. Uh, we go next to colonial. Here. The, the colonial. There we go. William and Mary. Uh, they have uh, Hofstra. I'm losing my train of thought here. Hold on, I got I, cl- I clicked onto a thing. Hofstra, William and Mary, Northeastern, 
of course, Northeastern, famously Eric Jenkins before his Oregon days. Uh, Hofstra, they have Alex Masai. He's a reigning champion. He ran a 13-28-5,000. Elon, they had a guy on their, their cross-country team many, many years ago who was an All-American. I remember our, our boy, Jimmy Stevenson, went to Elon. He was vouching for, I can't think of the guy's name, but he ended up being an All-American. Louis, uh, Louis, Louis something? Louis. Yeah, something like that. It's too many years ago now, too many names in between. Uh, ooh, this is, God. I think this is slightly underrated, actually. There's been some Luis Vargas, yes, that's correct. Uh uh yes, that good memory. Um I'm gonna go I'm gonna go underrated here. Yeah, I'm also gonna go underrated just on the pure fact that it's the only association of the thirty two conferences. Okay. Every every other conference is a conference or a league. This They're is an association. association. I mean, what do we think about the far league this or is this is where Eric Jenkins like got his start. I mean, Northeastern. He's the the pride of the CAA. I, and and Alex Masai, shout out to him for randomly running thirteen twenty eight in the the Boston Last Chance meet. I mean, well, you got a guy that's running thirteen twenty eight. You're pretty good. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. go with uh, underrated. Okay, Conference USA, the Conference of Middle Tennessee State and UTEP. Those two schools have uh, employed many, not employed, but have had many successful East African runners over the years. But I think this conference is overrated, and here's why. You always hype up Middle Tennessee State. You always hype up UTEP. And for the most part, those guys the, the in cross-country, they disappoint. Now, of course, Michael Saruni didn't disappoint. And uh, my guy, why can't I think of his name? What's the other the other Kenyan's name? And career, Emmanuel career. Those guys are talented. But as far as cross-country goes, I think these schools are overrated. And you're one of the guys who, who is responsible for them. Yeah. So uh, for many – for many uh, seasons, I would always underrate this conference because I was always on the buying low, I guess, or what, trying to yeah. hedge my bets on Middle Tennessee State and UTEP, but they kind of haven't put together a good uh, cross-country performance. Last year was the year for Middle Tennessee State's men, but they all just, like, bombed. Like, they did, like, beyond bombing, though. Like, there was, like, 13, 30-type guys finishing in the 200. So clearly yeah, something wasn't good. right. You know, like, they literally went on like two weeks later to run 1336 at Boston. So clearly yep. they're good. They just had a really awful day. Um, yep. So, but yeah, I guess right now, I guess I have to put overrated based on what's happened. Makes sense. Okay. Moving on to the horizon league reigning men's champion, the Uwe Pui, whatever they are, uh, Indiana university, Purdue university of Indiana. It's quite the name. Uh, also have Oakland, Youngstown State, Milwaukee. I think this is the conference that uh, houses our boss, Jenny Zahn. She went to UW-Milwaukee. However, sorry, Jenny, going to overrate the Horizon League. Not much of a cross-country conference here. Yeah, overrated. Okay, moving right along. The Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference, they might as well rename this the Iona Cross-Country Conference. Iona's won this every year since... I don't know. I just assume the 1700s. We don't even really need to look back. Uh, Iona owns this. Does that mean it is overrated or underrated? Uh, considering now they've been very, very good. Iona, uh, but considering how dominant they've been over the years, even as they've slipped from the national like top pedigree they used to be, uh, I am going to overrate this. Iona should not be dominating so easily. Not only do they win every year, but they like sweep places one through nine every year it's ridiculous so what year were you born 90 yeah what what day august 30th august 30th of night so the last time uh iona lost this conference you were like three months old really okay. 1990 of october 2021 Excuse me, of October of October twenty first. So they've they've won it for three straight decades. That is insane. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Wow. Um. Yeah. But what does that mean for you? Uh, are you underrating or overrating this conference? Oh, it's overrated because it's not a yeah, conference. Yeah, yeah. It's I own a time trial. So. Yep. 
That's good. No disrespect, uh, of course. Yeah, the MAC is up next. The Mid American Mid American Conference. Pretty good football legacy for this one. Famously, Khalil Mack went to Buffalo. Ben Roethlisberger went to Miami of Ohio. Uh, our man, uh, yeah, what was the receiver that? Oh, Antonio Brown. I believe he went to Central Michigan. But we are not talking football. We're talking cross country, and this is not a conference of quality cross country overrated. It does have a good 800 meter alum in Clayton. Oh Murphy. yeah, I'm sorry. How could I forget Packard. Clayton Murphy? I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry, Clayton. Sorry. I know he's listening. Uh, he's what are you going over or under? Uh, overrated. Yeah, it hasn't been shown mm-hmm. uh, that much strength uh, of late. They do have some a couple of guys who pop out here and there, uh, like a uh, Clayton Murphy, but no one on the cross country scene. They did the women. Eastern Michigan women had a few years right. where they were kind of throwing down some good times. That's they had true. a Russian woman That's who was true. like third in the outdoor five k. I forget her name. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Remember that? That was that was wild. Yes, uh, but yeah, I do. Overall, you know, yeah, I'll pass. Got it. You'll pass. Not investing. Uh, let's go to the MIAC. Pretty solid in the track. Cross country, though, and not as much. You buying or selling Norfolk State as your overrated, underrated school slash team for the conference that is the mid, mid what, what do we call this? Mid, Mid-Eastern Athletic Conference. I'm 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 selling. We're now we're changing no. it from overrated to underrated. No to no no. I'm going. No, we'll go back. Right we'll go overrated. I'm going overrated. <laughs> overrated. I also just think there's a Mac, a Mac, and a Miac, right? So we need that to combine make you these, happy. Right? That's, that's, yeah. I know. Right? I guess it does make me a little happy, but like it is a little confusing when you have three different conferences that all say Mac in different mm-hmm. ways. So, but anyway. Yes. Yeah, I would go overrated for the the third Miac. Uh, okay, another M1, the Missouri Valley Conference, the MVC, Bradley, Drake, Northern Iowa, Loyola. They made a Final Four run a couple of years ago, but in cross country, well, Bradley made the meet in 2018. That was a pretty big deal for them. On the women's side, I feel like they're not as strong. I think of, uh, what was the guy from Indiana State a few years ago? John Muscari. John Muscari. Uh, he was pretty good. Yeah. Um, they've had some dudes over the years. Maybe just like slightly underrated. I can give you that. I'll I'll give you that to you. Slightly. I mean, it's not like they're like putting together powerhouse teams, but like Drake too. I I should have mentioned Drake. Like maybe they haven't had like a team, but like they've got uh, they've got some dudes that have become like decent marathoners. Uh, The guy that's on ten men, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, they've, they've had some decent runners. I've, of course, our formerly colleague, Adam Ostrike, he's a legend there at Drake. So I, I can't do him justice by underrating them. I got to, or excuse me, overrating them. I'm going to put them as underrated. You're thinking of Reed Fisher. That's what you're thinking of. Reed Fisher. There we go. Thank you. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. We go to Mountain West. How appropriate. Talking with Josh Kerr yesterday. Not sure how you can overrate a conference that includes New Mexico, Wine Kaladi, uh, and Nakur got basically a team that's been on the podium several years in a row. Air Force has been pretty good on the men's side. Utah State won last year. I mean, this is a pretty it's not like a massively strong conference. It's a smaller conference, but I think you could safely say it's underrated. Yeah, this is definitely underrated, and it's I think it's majorly underrated, especially since it's not a non-Power 5 conference. But I would argue that this is better than a majority of the Power 5 conferences when it comes to distance running. I would take Mountain West over Big East, over ACC, over Big 12, over a bunch, you know? Mm -hmm. Because they they got Mm -hmm. that depth and they they spread it out well. They have some good middle-distance guys too, so it's wild. All right, we move on to the Northeast Conference, the NEC, such noted powers as Wagner, Central Connecticut, Mount St. Mary's, St. Francis, Merrimack, and Bryant. I'm going to be honest, Gordon, this one, if you kind of just read it to me off off the top, I would almost think, is that a D3 conference? Because the, the name of the schools almost sounds D3-esque. Uh, I got to go overrated. I don't know who's rating them over what they deserve, but this isn't much of a cross-country conference. Yeah, I would agree with that. Overrated. I'll take uh yeah, I like that take of it's very um 
uh, D three feeling. So I would, it really, I, would I mean, that. that's kind of what that's what it that's what it sounds like. Uh, it's 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 interesting. Okay, uh, moving right along, the Ohio Valley Conference. What are that? What they are known for having Eastern Kentucky. As far as cross country, they get a lot of foreigners into their team on Eastern Kentucky, and they've had some success, particularly in the steeplechase. Uh, but uh, I'm on the fence with this one. It, it kind of, on the, at least on the men's side, is Eastern Kentucky and not a whole lot else. So I'll go overrated. Yeah, overrated as well. Belmont has put together a couple few good runners. Uh the McLeod brothers, they have been running well, but uh, mm. yeah, it's kind of the Ohio Valley Conference is starting to look more and more like the the Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference, where cool. Iona wins every year. Bold it's statement. Become, yeah, Eastern Kentucky just wins every year. So, all right, okay. Uh, Ooh, another small one. one up next. We've got a little thing called the PAC Twelve Conference. Just kidding. It's the Pac Twelve. <laughs> Uh, basically impossible to overrate this. Colorado, Oregon, Stanford, UCLA, Washington, Cal, Arizona, Arizona. I mean, the, sure, it gets a little weaker at the bottom, but oh my goodness, the top five, six schools are powerhouse, uh, absolutely cross-country juggernauts. Okay, hear me out. Oh, no. Now, while this is arguably the best conference, Yeah, I think it is slated as better than it actually is yes okay. it's the best but it's not like the goat of all goats of goat goat goats it's it's just a good conference <laughs> it happens to be the best conference but it's not the goaty goat goat it's not like i think we over fantasize about how great this conference is and distance running yes it's great don't get me wrong it's the best in the conference but it's not like this like juggernaut where it's like in its own new world and that's why I would say it's a little overrated because I think we kind of make turn it into like this. Like, was it? I'm just curious. I mean, we look at Colorado an an absolute star studded college. I mean, incredible university, Oregon. They're literally hosting the world championships in 2022 Stanford. I mean, you can list off all the stars they've had, uh, Maybe it falls off after those three, so that could be your your argument. But I mean, Washington—they have the pals now. They've been better. I don't know how you can say it's not as good as advertised. It, it it's properly rated. Um, I know we're not doing that though, so you have to go to underrated. I mean, to say it's an overrated conference, basically all the stars go to that conference. Its, I think it's overrated on its greatness because I of it, that the, the lack of depth. Well, like I think, like I think we make it seem like if you got tenth in this conference, you're like amazing, but you're not. You're you're good, okay. but you're not like, you're okay. not like it's still okay. there's still like separation where like really only the top three to five athletes are actually like all Americans, right? I mean, let's look at the well, results. It can be. It can be. I mean. Maybe okay, so, so like, maybe cross country not his strong suit, strong suit. But Stephen Fay, he got sixteenth. So, so yeah, he got sixteenth last year in in cross country. He's the he was the twenty nineteen steeple champion. I know you can't compare apples okay. to oranges there, no, but, but like, no. Look, let's, let's look purely at last year on the men. Joe Klecker wins. Okay, Joe Klecker, he was a top five guy. Okay, Cooper Tier gets second. Cooper Tier top ten guy. Andrew yeah. Jordan didn't run, so we'll take him out. Alex Osberg top twenty guy. Robert Brandt, yeah. he's a top 25 guy. Thomas Radcliffe ran awful. Then you get to Keishon yeah. Harrison and John. Like, I just feel like eventually it becomes – it's not filled with a bunch of, like, top 20 guys. It's filled with a bunch of top 60 guys. Okay. We think that, – that's why I say, like, we, we think they're all top 20, but really they're all top 60. And there's a big difference between 20th and 60th, right? 60th, don't get me wrong, is good, and you're – you're good. I just think that we think that, like, just uh, don't have any other meat. The order of Pac-12 is going to be your NCAA like finish order. No, but really, not, when no. You, like, we we just when when you see where these Pac-12 team guys finish when they're going up against the BYUs, the NAUs, the Syracuses, like all the other teams out there, 
like it doesn't it's not Pac twelve versus everyone else. Like Okay. Oh, fair. You filibuster you filibustered me there. I'm uh I can't I can't I can't answer back because we gotta keep moving here. The Patriot yeah. League is up next. Boston University is here, Navy, Army in this one as well, but I think you gotta go overrated for the Patriot. Sorry if that's un American of me. What do you got? Yeah, I mean, it's a compliment, I guess, a Patriot League to be in the same category as Pac-12 for me as putting them both <laughs> overrated. So, yeah, Patriot League also overrated. Go. All right, moving right along, the SEC. You could never overrate them in track, but can you do it in cross-country, even though they have the reigning NCAA women's champion? Oh, I think I want to overrate this conference. Uh, not a hugely wow. strong cross-country conference i probably my rationale i applied it to other things to say things were uh underrated and i'm taking it and making them overrated here i know they have arkansas and i know old miss and i know that chris swiger went to missouri and they've had a lot of names but alabama I, I yeah alabama i just think as far as like cross-country performance it seems like yes again i know that they have the defending women's champion and the men have been good in the past, but it, like it seems like they're always this conference is always disappointing at NCAA's for the most part. Not always the case, clearly. Again, last fall, but I, I think overall this conference isn't hugely successful, at least the last few years in cross country. I agree with the last few years, but I think overall, though, like, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Overall, okay. Okay. Think about Tennessee, like when they were throwing down all those great milers and half milers and obviously Missouri with Chris Schweizer, you know, and then Kentucky's had some, some good, some good, like solid, strong runners on both the men's and women's side, Georgia, you know, you had the drop sisters. I just think that okay. there's always some random like Kenyan who goes to Auburn who runs well. So I don't know. I think that uh, it is underrated. I agree mm. though. They're not good right now. And I think that um, they're a little overrated in 20, 20 but i think when you go all the way through the past 10 years 15 years it starts becoming a little underrated okay moving along the socon the southern conference Furman has run this league for several years um but it's not incredibly deep now they have do have some solid Furman athletes hannah steelman although she's transferred since to nc state she ran for Wofford, Woford, I can't ever know how to pronounce this. So they've had a few names here. Uh, but overall, I think you got to say this Southern Conference is overrated. What do you got? Yes. Southern Conference, another one of those Iona, Eastern Kentucky type meet com conferences where one team owns it. Uh, yep. Southern Conference is overrated because this Furman runs it. Southland okay, Conference. Yeah. Okay. A lot of Texas schools here. Yeah. I think we should put Southland Conference and the Southwest Athletic Conference Into together. One. They're both these uh, Southern conferences with not much talent. Yes, Lamar, Ooh. pretty good out there in Southland. But everyone else in the Southwestern Athletic Conference and the Southland Conference, I put big overrated on both. Uh, yeah. Yep, totally can agree. They've had some, some names over the years. Uh, I think of my guy that I uh, – famously in like 2015 that they, they had that 5k guy what was his name uh he ran a really fast 5k and then i said like oh he's not much and then people got mad at me i can't think of that guy's name then he didn't end yes, up making I the know. ncaa outdoor meet you know who i'm talking about but i can't think of his name sorry about that uh you but yes over peyton jordan. i'm gonna find what is his name it wasn't peyton jordan it was uh it was stanford it was stanford invite uh the 20 uh -oh. i'd have to look you have to look up 2015 stanford invite I'll find it. Type in Lamar Stanford Invitational Flow Track. I don't know. Wi Fi is giving out on me. Yeah. Who is this guy? Yeah, you called him out. Oh, Stabler. Ah, uh, yeah. Is that, was that his name? Stabler, yeah. Stabler Smash. Oh, yeah. Sam Stabler. God. Of Lamar. Sam Stabler. Yeah, he ran, yeah, he ran like what? Like 1331. That was a pretty big one, but then he didn't end up making the NCAA meet. Uh, that's tough. Okay, moving right along, we go to the. You're saying overrated? Yes, overrated. Sorry, very overrated. Okay. Uh, we go to the Sun Belt, Arkansas Little Rock. Their head coach right now, Alan Webb. Uh, they've got Coastal Carolina, which 
we have the Wild Shot Brothers, famous for being twins and for running really well in the regular season and then not so well at NCAA. Sorry for that. Shout out. Uh, a little offensive. Sorry. Uh, oof, overrated. Yeah, I believe the Wildshot brothers are in the portal right now. So they might be transferring Ooh. to a, a, a different conference. So might see them join some cross-country program that can fifth or fourth or fifth man and look to compete with decent. the NAUs and yeah. BYUs. Yeah, it'd be interesting. One of the brothers was an All-American several years ago, 2017, I think. I can't remember which one. Um, but, they, you know, they've. I, I said that they don't show up, but they have – at least one of them has not an All-American finish uh, in cross-country. So – Pretty good runners. All right, this one, I'm I'm eager. I've been waiting to get to this one. The Ivy League, also known as HEPs when it comes to their conference meet. Penn, Harvard, Princeton, Columbia, Yale, you know them all. This is an overrated conference. People freak out about who does well here. And, yes, they've had some good names. Kyle Merber. They've had some he great names. To, he's, he learned how to Twitter at Columbia, and uh, he's he's a great guy. But my goodness, this conference is so overrated. Can you even name their reigning champion? Kenny Fassbender? Vassbinder? Come on. This is not as big of a deal as people are out there to make this. I will give to you that uh, that Ivy League of late hasn't been that strong. But there's been some times when they are put together some very – I mean, you have Don Cabral has come out of this conference. You have okay. Ashley Higginson. You have uh, what's the Cornell girl woman, fifteen hundred meter runner. Uh, why is that? Well, you're thinking of Yale, but fell. not Kate Grace. Uh, no, uh, Kate Grace fell twice. Cornell girl fell twice at the world stage. Oh, uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Morgan Usini. Yeah, Morgan Usini. Uh, you have um, what's oh my goodness, I can't believe I'm Dartmouth guy. <laughs> oh, Ben oh, True. true. Yeah, been true. This is a lot of good guys. There's a lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, Princeton has yeah. had a, a ton. I mean, Princeton won the four by mile and like DMR, the, the DMR NCA indoors. You know, they got mm -hmm. a Peter Callahan. Coach. You haven't even brought up that guy. That's your yeah. favorite athlete of all time. Yeah, Peter uh, Callahan. Well, I'm trying to be unbiased, but I think that they've had yeah. some, some good <laughs> and, and like they've like, had some good names. Like the Ivy League is like the breeding ground for fifth years everywhere. Think of all the fifth years who have gone to other programs to like help them win yeah. titles. I mean, Johnny you look Gregoric, at Will Gohegan. Will Gohegan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're just like, they rip off a bunch of fast guys. Like, I don't know. I think that, you know, they're typically on average, they will have probably six sub four milers in their conference. Yeah. For, okay. a, for, for, Yes, obviously Pac-12 is going to have more than six sub-four milers. But for yeah. their size and the way they are, you know, with their academics and all that, that's pretty impressive. Okay. So I'm, I'm sticking with I could with be underrated. swayed here, but I, I'm going to stick with overrated. But, yeah, I could be swayed. Okay, moving right along. The Summit League, we're coming into our last few. It's basically every Dakota school you can think of. Uh, to I get confused between North Dakota State, South Dakota State, all the Dakota states. Uh, overrated? You got, you gonna change my mind there? No, uh, I agree. Overrated. Okay. I mean, it's just What's it's cold. Up? They've had some names over the years, but it's it's just so cold. I can't do anything besides overrate them. We'll skip that second last one. We'll go over to the Western Athletic Conference, the WAC. Okay. Mm -hmm. Utah Valley, Cal Baptist, which is a new team to the to the Div division one they're um right that's because they were division two now they're making the transfer so they're not eligible for ncaa's yet but they've been sure. running well to dominate this conference the cal baptist team utah valley grand canyon which is a i would love to go to school at the grand canyon that just sounds like a great school to go to just yeah to it's not actually canyon. located in the grand canyon really uh false oh. advertising there there we go okay i'll go overrated for the whack as yeah. well yeah. yeah. Uh, listen, uh, uh, looks like Cal Baptist has been a solid program, and they just transitioned from D2 over, um, and, and they, they look to be like a, a team that's going to be solid in Division One when they finally get to compete at NCAAs and whatnot. But anytime you're just coming over from D2 and then you're sweeping the conference, at least on the, the women's side, 
that's a problem. It tells me that this conference is overrated, even though not many people are freaking out about the whack in cross country. So overrated. And then the final conference, the West Coast Conference, it only has cross country, does not have indoor or outdoor, but mm-hmm. it has some great teams. BYU, oh, man. Portland, San Francisco, Gonzaga, San Diego, Santa Clara, Loyola Marymount, which is a sleeper league, good team. St. Mary's, Pacific, and Pepperdine. But mainly it's uh, led by the BYU, Portland, and San Francisco. Yeah, but here's the thing. Pepperdine, they just got last on the men's side and how they do on the, the men's side here. Uh, Pepperdine, they got seventh last year. However, their their campus is the most ridiculously beautiful place on earth. And then you add in the fact that BYU, Portland, and San Francisco being actually good teams – this is an underrated conference because I encourage all you who can afford $45,000 a year in in tuition to attend Pepperdine because it is absolutely beautiful. And then, of course, they also have – they have the best overall cross-country program, men and women, with BYU. Men champions, women runner-up. This You have to you have to underrate this Ooh. conference. That's a you, – you're, you're, you're dunking on Colorado right there by giving BYU the overall program title. I guess of late, of, of, they were of last year, oh. of last year. Okay, not a, not overall, oh. overall. No, 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 no. Of last year, I'm sorry. I know we've been confusing on this episode a little bit. Of last year, uh, no, no, no. Overall, overall, no is probably yeah. You're right. Colorado, p- potentially Oregon, um, but yeah, yeah. I would go underrated, heavily underrated. It's so underrated that some of the coaches don't even try, like Portland, right? Yeah. Rob Connor, notorious for mm-hmm. tanking on his conference meet to kind of focus on regionals and, and nationals. Um, he schedules a vacation automatic- every year around late October for conference weekend. He's like, I'm going. I'm not. I'm not working this weekend. Then he goes to the spa for a week. Yeah. Goes. To, he does. He pulls what I do. He goes to the beach, right, and sits there in a, a McDonald's parking lot, puts on Wi-Fi, and watches the meet. On his phone, despite what he does. Well, he goes to a vegan uh, no, parking lot. He goes to a, a yeah. gluten-free vegan restaurant Wi-Fi. But yeah, yeah, same thing, same thing. Excuse me. But yeah. uh, this is going to be an interesting conference when um, it does become, if they do create automatic qualifiers out of conferences, to see BYU and Portland kind of actually have to go try. for like an auto qualifier, Portland have right? To try, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm excited for that. And it's a wild, like, the history of this meet because Portland dominated it. Like, like they were just like – Yeah. It was it was no question. It, the port, it was like the Portland of, like, um, like the way Iona owns, mm-hmm. you know. But, like, ever since BYU has been there, now it's become, like, BYU kind of taking over and a little bit of a, a nice little rivalry going. I like, I like the BYU-Portland ri- rivalry. That's my favorite. Favorite mm-hmm. rivalry across the country is the BYU Portland because they're both always underrated nationally, right? Because they're not Rados, the Stanfords, the Oregons. So they all had the mm-hmm. chip on the shoulder. So it's two teams with a chip on their shoulder going at each other. You got to like that. So I like BYU Portland. Um, Perfect. That's why I like this conference. And it is the ultimately underrated conference. So, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll round this up with uh, one last thing. What is your, what is your uh, number one conference? Uh, still got to be the Pac-12. They may not have as many quality teams as the Big Ten, but Pac-12 with Colorado, Oregon, Washington, and Stanford, absolutely Pac-12. If you're going to go Pac-12, my my best conference is the Mountain West. I like the Mountain West. What? I think it's still – yeah. Well, based on like just what it brings, I think it's underrated, man. I think it has some cool depth. I like it. Yeah, we forgot to mention Boise State on the women's side, but yeah, Boise State's yeah. been solid. Yeah. So okay. Not West, I mean, right? I don't think they can shake a stick at the Pac-12 or even the Big Ten. But go for it, Jerry. You can have that. You can, you can be on the Mountain West Island. I'll I'll go ahead and head over to Palo Alto with the uh, the Pac-12. Okay, Mister Glitzy Glamour pac 12 Ian. Whatever. <laughs> we get it. So All right. there we go. We, we I can't believe we went through 32 conferences in under an hour. Beautiful. Boom. Hit it. Beautiful. That's All right. Well, we will see you guys. Yeah. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Well, conference like, are they really talking about the Missouri Valley Conference in depth right now? And then they turn <laughs> us off. Fast forward. So maybe we should put timestamps to their favorite conference yeah. in the description. But uh, yeah, do this again, man. I'm going to see you until probably what? Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday? 
Sounds about right. Enjoy the beach. Email the pod, flowtrackpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and, uh, yeah, send us your hot takes or whatever questions. We need we need things to talk about. We just spent an hour talking about cross-country conferences. So, clearly, <laughs> we're going deep in the well right now. So, yep. give us something to talk about, and we'll try to talk about right. track in a fun way. Um, but, yeah, All tomorrow right. will be me and, me and Kevin. And, yeah, then enjoy the weekend. Perfect. Bye.